0: It's Whitney from WhitneyDanielle.com, and on this episode of Network and Spill, we're doing a solo episode, and this one is all about procrastination. I've titled it Procrastination Kills, colon. how to stop. I love this conversation because I am the queen of procrastinating. There's literally nobody better to talk about this than me. I have procrastinated my way in, out, through, over, under, around, so many things. It's just, I I don't know. I just got really good at it and I've been doing it for a while, like for as long as I can remember. And I wanted to give you guys some tips and tools on how to stop doing this because obviously when you get really good at something, you learn a lot about it, right? i learned a lot about you know the different levels of procrastination and how it shows up for me and how I can kind of trick my way out of it at times and how I can use it as a tool to actually help me be more productive and more creative versus a tool that slows me down stops me in my tracks and keeps me from my goals so definitely have paper and pen ready i will have some downloads and tools for this hopefully at some point that you can print out and have by your side if you are a procrastinator like myself just little reminders on how to not do this because again we all have goals. We all have dreams. We all have aspirations, right? And a lot of times we don't get there as fast as we want to. And for good reason, right? Sometimes we're not actually doing what we say we're going to do. We're not following through. We're not following up. We're not showing up. Um, We're definitely doing things opposite of what we're trying to do. And this episode focusing around procrastination, I, I hope will help you learn more about how you procrastinate because I think we all do it, right? I mean, I'm the queen of it because I've been doing it on high levels for a really long time, but we all do it. We all find reasons and excuses and ways to not get what we want and not go where we want to go for a myriad of reasons. Like it's so interesting how we all work and maneuver around this topic. So, Listen up, listen for things that seem like it resonates with you and then do your best to move forward. And again, just like with any other episode, if you have problems, if you have issues, if you get stuck or you don't know where to start or you're just feeling really overwhelmed because you're like my co-queen of procrastination, then feel free to PM me, hit me up, Whitney at WhitneyDanielle.com. I do not put these episodes out to overwhelm you, to make you feel like a shitty person, to make you feel like you're not on the right track. I'm always here to help right? That's literally that's what I do. So hit me up for any reason, if you have any questions or any comments or whatnot. Okay. So let's get started. So I want to address just what procrastination means to me, because for me, it means slowing myself down and finding distractors, distractors, distractions. <laughs> Finding things that keep me from doing what I want to be doing. And a lot of times this happens. And again, it happens all kinds of ways. But a lot of times it happens, at least more recently, because I've set a goal for myself and I'm just not sure I can get it done or I can handle it. And that could be because, you know, it's a big goal. Maybe it sounds kind of lofty. Nobody's done it before, I'm just nervous. I'm afraid that it won't work out and I'll look stupid or I'm just afraid I'll look stupid. So There's a lot of reasons behind why um, this comes up for me. But when I procrastinate, I find ways to distract myself. That's For me, that's the biggest way that I procrastinate is I find distractors. So I will find something else to do that's also really busying. I do it literally all the time, guys, I'll give you an example. So I wanted to get my Instagram pop in. I've been sitting on Instagram for a while because I was on it hardcore for a really long time. And then I got, I wasn't really getting the results I wanted. And I was like, okay. And I got kind of just, I just fell off and I wanted to get that going again. Well, right around the same time, I was like, you know what? Pinterest, I'm going to do Pinterest. And even though Pinterest was a great idea and I've been doing really well, at the time, it was me procrastinating doing something else. And although something good came of this, my Instagram is still sitting, right? If you go to my Whitney Danielle coaching, I haven't posted on my uh, my feed in a minute. My network and still is doing really well, right? I started that finally. I went through and I did all this work and research and organization. I did some courses. Like I've done a ton of work on Instagram, just in general. And I put a lot of that to work with my network and spill page and you can see the changes. If you were one of my first few followers, you, sh- you maybe remember what the page looked like and now it looks totally different. And I put a lot of work into that, but I procrastinated on Instagram just period for a while. And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do Pinterest instead. And I got my Pinterest going, I went through, found an old course that I had purchased, went through, I, went through the whole thing. I'm talking from start to finish. I went through this course again and it really like took a lot of time and it just kept me from not working on my Instagram or, you know, courses I had said I was going to make or whatever. Just it gave me something to focus on. And again, that's an example of something that was kind of productive, but also it was keeping me from other things that I said that I was going to do. And so maybe what you're doing is, and what I've done in the past as well, is I've chosen something that was unproductive to focus on instead of going through. Right. So for instance, in the same example, instead of, you know, going through my photos and in my phone and, and organizing the, the pictures that I maybe wanted to use for social media, um, I was doing other stuff instead. Uh, I was on Pinterest or I was Googling stuff or I was watching YouTube videos. Like I was doing things that really weren't in alignment and that was really, you know, counterproductive in the, in the moment. And I didn't necessarily need to be going through and I did need to go through those photos, but it just wasn't the time, right? There's a time and a place. And I think that's where procrastination can kill a lot of your productivity is that you're doing things that maybe you should be doing, just not in the right time and in the right mindset and the right zone and the right, you know, frame on your on your calendar. So because I've gotten so good at procrastinating, even when I procrastinate, it's typically productive. But a lot of us aren't there and a lot of us aren't doing that. And there are still times where I procrastinate, like for instance with Netflix. Um, you know, I get pinged on on Netflix when something comes out, especially if it's like a comedy or a stand-up show or something. Like they'll ping me and say, hey girl, look what we've got. And I'm like, wait. What do you What do you have? Like I want to know, and then I click on it, and then I watch the trailer, and next thing you know, I'm actually watching it, and that's what I'm doing instead of doing the thing that I said I was going to do. Maybe it was some research on some hashtags. Maybe it was you know being active in some Facebook groups. Maybe it was doing. it Doesn't matter. But I've chosen, and, and a lot of times I think when we're when we're afraid, when we don't have accountability, when we're not in our right minds, right? In our, towards our goals, right? We're not vibrating with the, the goals that we want. That's when our attention can easily be shifted. And that's the problem with social media and our cell phones and just life, right? Because we can easily be like like the shiny object syndrome. We are like little squirrels. We just turn around and like, ooh, squirrel. What's that? Oh, oops, sorry. I forgot I was supposed to do that one. Oh, never mind, I'm too late. I can't do it. And that happens over and over and over Over again until we just don't get shit done. So, I know for me, I'm somebody who really, really needs that accountability. Some people are the kind of procrastinators. Well, they'll 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 keep it burning on like a very low, like extra low, like your oven. It's a very low temperature, a simmer, right? And then the minute they decide they really want to turn up the heat, they fucking turn the heat up, right? Some people are like that, and sometimes I'm like that, not often, sometimes, right? And that's great. But then there are people like me who need somebody to kind of help me and hold my hand and to make sure that I'm on the right temperature or, you know, like, what is it? The, like, heat, power, the power or whatever. Like, I need somebody who's there. I just need somebody there to kind of, like, babysit me. Because otherwise, I'll just start doing other things. I'll start playing with other toys. And I just, I won't get the thing done. So that's how I am. And I know that's how I am. And I'm okay with that now, because there was a time where I'm like, why am I not like a self-starter? Because I can self-start, right? I can turn the stove on. I can get things popping. It's just, am I going to maintain that? Probably not, right? I'm going to find something shiny and then I'm going to procrastinate actually making sure that thing gets done and goes to the end of the the journey. Like I can actually check it off my box, you know, and that's a problem. But we're all different. I'm okay with the fact that I need accountability and I need somebody there and then I need that support. I'm okay with that. And you may be like that too. And that's why I kind of do what I do is because I wish that somebody, when I started my business, was holding my hand a bit more. Instead of just throwing strategies at me all the time. Because that's what happened. I had coaches left and right. Here, try this. Here, I made money on Twitter. Here, you can make money on YouTube. Here, look what I did on Pinterest. Here, look what I'm doing in Facebook groups. I can make so much money on this. And it's just like, uh, it's exhausting. But what I needed was somebody to, to help me pick one and then walk with me for a little bit until I felt like I was actually doing it, right? How many kids do you know you hand a bike to and they can just pull off? Be are like, bye. How many people do you know can do that? How many kids do you know? Like zero. Okay, maybe one, maybe one. But I feel like it's like one out of 500 kids you give a bike to and they can just get on it and just roll off. That's not normal. That's not the average. So, you know, most people need some kind of help. Most kids need the training wheels, need somebody holding the back of their seat and helping them aim the steering wheels. Most people need that. So that's kind of why, you know, I'm so big on accountability because for me, that's the biggest procrastination uh, what is the word? Remedy? antiseptic, Anti Whatever. You, you get what I'm saying. It's the biggest thing that I use to help me not stay in that level of procrastination for a prolonged period of time. But that just is what works for me. Again, you've got to experiment. If you're a self-starter, then self-start some shit that you want to self-start and then keep it moving, right? Keep it going. And you don't even necessarily need to have a hand holder. Some of us just need somebody who's going to just call us out on our shit later. So maybe you tell your mom. Our moms are really good at nagging us, right? Or somebody who is really good at just holding you to your shit, who like won't remember, but will remember when it's time to remember that you said that you were going to do something. So maybe it's, you know, you joining a gym, you're procrastinating going to the gym or signing up for that course or signing up for something at work. Maybe it's that. And you're like, I want to do that, but like, I don't know. And then so, right, you do it, you stop procrastinating and then you tell somebody, hey, I'm actually going to do this. And then when they hit you up and they're like, hey, did you do that thing? Did you sign up for that 5k? Did you, did you find somebody to meal prep for you? Or did you finish that course that you said that, what was that one course? It was the Pinterest course you said that you spent all that money on and now you're going to do it. Like, did you do like, you don't sometimes need the handholding. Sometimes I think it's nice to have just that like bookended accountability where you kind of tell somebody in the beginning and then you roll through. And at the end, they're like, yo, what's good. And then you can say, oh, I finished it or, oh, blah, 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 blah. And keep them posted. That's a really effective tool. Again, there's a lot of ways to fight and combat pro- procrastination and to make sure your productivity is 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 really good. I know when it comes to to-do lists, I'm one of those people, and to-do lists are really great for me. I love them. I love I love making them. I love checking things off. But now that I've gotten better and a little bit more organized, with my to-do lists they're not as fun because I know what each of these things means, right? It's a step in the right direction. And sometimes I don't want to take that step or I'm not ready to take that step. So what I recommend doing is is really putting the things that you need to get done first or the the heaviest things at the top of your list. Because nobody likes to look at a to-do list at the top and nothing is checked until the bottom that's how we know you're just filling shit in You're putting up. I've done this or you put stupid stuff at the bottom like buy toothpaste on Amazon and you put that at the bottom of your list and you check it off. So you feel like you're actually getting some shit done. I've done that. I've done that so many times and it's great to give yourself encouragement and like, you know, track some of your progress because every little thing counts. But when, you're, when your goal is to finish your taxes, when your goal is to make sure you've got your budget ready for this next quarter, when your goal is to start applying for jobs in new cities, that is when you need to make sure that, you know, you're, you're breaking down those steps and you're putting them at the top of your list. And then, the, you know, the superfluous, the, like stupid shit you put at the bottom. That's kind of how I recommend going through that because it just, it makes it so that when you look at that list or when anybody looks at that list, they're like they're going to go to the first thing. What's the first thing? I'm not saying you have to start at number one. I'm just saying your top five things need to be at the top. It just makes me feel better. And then it makes you going down the list seem easier. And I also don't like it when there's like super long To do lists out there. Like, I don't recommend having 25 things in your to do list. That's just for me unnecessary. You're not going to get all 25 things done in one day unless they're like really minute tasks. Um, So just make it a shorter list and even find like to do lists that aren't that long. You could even do sticky notes. I think sticky notes work great because they're really small, right? And you can find a sticky note, put the things this like this top seven things that you need to get done. Maybe three of them are kind of superfluous. And then the other ones are great. And at the end, they're at the top. So that's when you start breaking it down. For me, that's just, you know, for procrastination, that helps. And it, and it holds me accountable to my procrastination when I look at that list later. And I see that the only things I got done were the really dumb things, right? <laughs> Buying more toothpaste it's actually on my to-do list. I need more, I need more toothpaste. Uh, So yeah, that's, that's one of the things I like to do to combat that. So whether it's to-do listing, maybe it's getting apps, maybe it's Pomodoro method. If you haven't tried the Pomodoro method, I would try that. A lot of times we procrastinate for literally no reason and we're just blocking ourselves. And when that happens, I think what really helps is being able to say, okay, for the next 25 minutes or for the next 17 minutes, I'm going to focus all of my effort on doing this one particular thing. And maybe it is starting your taxes. Obviously, tax season is over, but maybe you're listening to this one. It's not, it doesn't matter. It could be any task. It could be filling out a job application or maybe filling out a scholarship or an application to some event that you really want to attend. Or, you know, maybe it's looking at interest rates for an auto loan because you want to get a new ride. It doesn't matter what the goal is, right? Figuring out where and when you're going to spend those 25 minutes is really helpful. That's a fantastic productivity tip that I've used in the past. And it really, really works. You'd be surprised at how fast 25 minutes goes and how much you can procrastinate in that 25 minute timeframe. Cause I've done it. I said, I was going to send an email to this lady about my podcast. And then next thing you know, I'm on Tumblr <laughs> Or I'm on Twitter because there was an award ceremony last night and I want to see all the ratchetry that went like that's what happens. And so when I set the timer and there are actually apps now or websites that like will shut everything else off, I think, so that you literally can't screw around with Facebook and stuff. There are apps for that. If you're really one of those kind of procrastinators where you just dive into apps and, and you start scrolling and you can't stop, there are apps to help you do that. Maybe you can start a challenge where you look at your, I was looking at my stats the other day on my iPhone that show me what my screen time looks like. It shows me that I'm listening to YouTube or watching YouTube for two hours a day. And I know that's because at nighttime, I like to turn on my like meditation shit and whatever. But the Facebook stuff and the other stuff, like I know I'm just, you know, I'm doing other things. And so maybe you challenge yourself to only have a certain percentage of your time on each app or a certain amount of time on your phone at all it'll tell you, your phone will tell you, and it's not going to lie. So whatever you need to do to stop procrastinating, whether it's scrolling on Instagram, reblogging shit on Tumblr, um, checking your emails a million times, I do that quite a bit. Instead of going through and, you know, the starred emails that I have that I need to attend to, I'll often just, like, keep refreshing my page. Not helpful. Not helpful. So these are the things that we need to pay attention to. Like, where is your time going? Where is your time going and how are you best utilizing it? Because if you're not best utilizing it, there needs to be some work done, right? Around the productivity and how you can better allocate your time. And again, I don't think that means being super square and like putting what you're doing down every single second for every single day. For me, that just means I know for sure this is the the four things I said I was gonna do or that I need to get started. So I'm gonna allot, 20 minutes each or going to a lot, 15, whatever. some of this stuff doesn't even take that long to start. And we procrastinate it for so long for no reason, for no reason. Like there's no good reason. There's no good reason why we're not making these doctor's appointments. When it takes two minutes to call, we have the number saved on our phone, right? This is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. And that's why it's so frustrating. And that's why most of us need help working through it because it's so easy yet. We're just not doing it. And what I also want to say here too is some of you are procrastinating things that are really, really big. And the more you procrastinate, the, the bigger the issue is when you actually do start, right? Like the more repercussions there are, the more probability for hiccups there are. You know, This is just the way Murphy's Law works. The longer you wait to do something, typically the more drama there is associated with it. So we have to get into the mind frame and the mindset of if we have something, how can we easily tackle this? And maybe it's not something that's easy to tackle. Maybe it's just not. But at the end of the day, we have to get some of this shit done. Like we have to go to the DMV. We have to make sure things are in alignment. We have to make sure our car is 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 working properly. We get our inspection stickers and we're checking our our mail and our PO boxes. Like there are things that we really need to do. And as an adult, which is the hard part, right? Adulting is super difficult. We have to make sure we're setting ourselves up to win. And if you're not in a mind space where you can set yourself up to win regularly. And you keep dropping the ball. That's when you've got to outsource and be like, hey, I need help. And some of us as business owners, we need personal assistance. We need virtual assistance. We need somebody who's going to come in and say, hey, this needs to get done. Or, hey, you haven't done this yet or whatever, you know, and they can come in and help us get that done. That's what assistants are for. You know, we have to, but we have to say, hey, this is something that I need done and I'm going to prioritize it and I'm going to pay to have somebody help me get it done you know, these are, whether we're not going to do our taxes, whether we're going to outsource our meals and have somebody else meal prep for us, whether it's, you know, we're going to have somebody else do our grocery shopping for us. The productivity part of it, it, it has to be aligned with how we work, like how our brains operate. So I would really encourage everybody to do sort of an assessment on where they're spending their time and where they want to spend their time. And then start writing down the excuses. You'd be surprised at how frustrating and infuriating it is when you actually start writing down your excuses because typically you can't find any good ones worth writing down. That's just the facts. (laughs) You can't. There's no good fucking reason for half of the stuff. Like The reason why I I slept in this morning unnecessarily, the, the excuse I gave myself was, oh, well, I was on vacation. I was flying. I'm jet lagged. Really? That's why I didn't go to that workout class at that time and I had to do it later when I was way busier. Cool. Remember how I said earlier when we procrastinate really important things, it ends up backfiring? Mm -hmm. I had like two, three calls I needed to take during that workout class, but I had to do it then because I didn't do it earlier because I procrastinated it and I excused myself with some weak ass excuse for not going to the gym. Now, that's very simple. But I really would have liked to have had at least two of those calls, you know, and now I've got to, like, figure that out. So it's stressful when you don't get stuff done. But when you start writing down your excuses, you start to realize, wow, hmm, this is really freaking stupid. You know, these excuses are real. What is the excuse? Like, what? My stomach hurts. Come on. Like, come on, guys. Some of these excuses are so poor. And you're pulling them so far. You know what I'm talking about. So once we figure out really why, I think even though the excuses may be kind of shitty, a lot of us are dealing with mindset issues that are really the bigger problem. And I think the next solo episode I do will be around mental roadblocks because I almost did that this week. But I wanted to talk about procrastination because I know now that it's summertime our focus is going to be on other things right like vacations and beach bodies and you know brunching and day parties our, our our focus is going to be kind of shifting a little bit and we're not going to be worried and kind of focus on the things that we said that we were going to be doing and striving for towards the beginning of this year so I'm I'm here to remind you that if you've been procrastinating on your dreams your goals certain aspirations that you've had and you're you're hitting summer and you're like oh it's okay I'm just gonna go to the Bahamas and like go on a cruise with my friends it's totally fine I've got like six weddings and like 18 birthdays but like whatevs I'm gonna get stuff done when I get stuff done and you're gonna excuse yourself from all of the things that you said that you were going to do you know that this is your this is your sign this is your friendly r- r- reminder your friendly warning to make sure that you get this done um the, so but the the mental roadblocks, right the mental stuff that comes up is actually the bigger issue i think for a lot of us a lot of us are struggling with the belief systems that we're kind of holding on to still and that's what's keeping us from moving forward towards our dreams and, and keeping us in the procrastination mode. And I really hope that you work through that and you figure out how to do that. Maybe that's like a talk therapy thing. Maybe, you know, because I'm talking about deep rooted issues, like I don't deserve that or it's not going to work out for me because I am blank, right? Because I'm not smart, because I'm a horrible person, because, you know, so-and-so deserves it more. Whatever is in your brain that you're repeating over and over, please understand these are the things that are going to keep you from your goals they're going to keep you from winning. And these are the things that you can easily work out with and not easily, but you can easily find help to work through these things with. You can find therapists, you can find coaches, you can find um, affirmations, you can find YouTube videos, you can find things to work on some of this stuff with. Now, again, I put YouTube videos in the same category as therapists in this respect, because some of the things that you need to deal with, you need to deal with on a therapist level. And some of the things, right, there's like a scale and some of the things that you need to deal with are maybe on a YouTube video level, which, for example, could mean like your money mindset, your money mindset. A lot of us can journal and maybe have somebody help us out with or you watch enough YouTube videos and do enough exercises and go to enough seminars and figure it out on our own, right? Like believing that money doesn't grow on trees and believing that, you know, money is the root of all evil or all people with money are just horrible people and they're shady and they're crooks and criminals. That's the kind of stuff you can typically work out on your own if you have the right books the right mentors, maybe the right programs, et cetera. And you work on your money mindset and stuff like that. But some of the other stuff right on the other side of that scale might be a bit difficult to work out on your own. And that's where you need a professional. Maybe that's where you've had some maybe abuse in your background or you've had just some really shitty relationships that you've been dealing with. Or maybe you had an upbringing that was just really rough and the mindset that you have is not conducive to you getting where you really want to go, right? Right. And you have to work through that. And it takes time. It really takes time. So for sure, make sure whatever your money mindset, whatever your body image, whatever your you know relationship status or whatever is in your head, that you, you're working on it and that you're making sure that that is what's in alignment with what your everyday thoughts are and your everyday actions are. Not every day is going to be perfect. There are some days where you can totally take a rest day. You can have a cheat day. You can have a R&R day. You can take a load off, like whatever you need to do to kind of break up the monotony or the, the rhythm of, of what you're doing because you need to, please do. There's nothing less sexy than burnout. I mean, except like maybe getting really sick, just don't burn out. You know? And that's how procrastination, I think, tries to keep us safe, kind of like our ego And fear, they try to keep us safe and in these like little bubbles. But then when we don't get where we want and we don't get what we want, then we're like, oh no, I gotta make a change, you know? And that's where you can absolutely take initiative, stop procrastinating for just a couple of minutes and outsource and get the help that you need. And maybe it's not help, maybe it's just inspiration, you know? That helps me sometimes come out of procrastination real quick. The minute I see somebody driving a G-Wagon, The minute I see somebody on a stage, the minute I see somebody being featured in a really cool podcast, the minute I see somebody's podcast being featured in a noteworthy podcast lineup, you know, the minute I see somebody being honored for some award, like that's the kind of stuff that motivates me and that will take me out of my procrastination mode for just a couple of minutes long enough for me to find a flow in what I need to be doing. So constantly surrounding yourself with inspiring people doing inspiring things is really helpful. I've definitely made sure that my life is surrounded by inspiration because that is what helps motivate me. And that's what helps keep me on the straight and narrow because when I was just surrounding myself with just random people on the internet, you know, the shit got mad old. And like, there were some people that I know were fake as hell and that's just not the kind of stuff that I need to see on my feet because energetically it's draining right? I'm already procrastinating by being on the gram in the first place, typically. And um, here I am watching people who are really like not about shit and that's not helpful. So making sure that you're surrounding yourself with inspiration and that you're motivating yourself is really crucial to combating procrastination and dealing with it. So again, I'm just going to repeat what I said just real quick. So the first thing that you want to do is make sure that you are in alignment with what you're trying to get in the first place. I think that's number 1. You've got to make sure that you're in alignment with your goals and they make sense and you really want them. And when I say really want them, like you feel some kind of way when you think about that goal. Like you just get all jittery, your heart maybe starts to race, you get a little goosebumps, like you just get excited about that goal. And the second thing is, I want you to start monitoring your thoughts and your and your behavior to start noticing when you procrastinate and then start writing down why like the reasons why that just, or just notating mentally, like why I prefer writing them down because my memory is trash and I just, I forget, but just try to write down the reasons why you're not doing what you said you were going to do and be aware of that. And instead of beating yourself up, figuring out solutions that will help you get where you want to get. So maybe that's writing shorter to-do lists. Maybe that's hiring somebody to help you getting a virtual assistant or a personal assistant, having somebody, you know, hold you accountable with a bookend. You know, maybe you say you're going to start something and then you'll You'll call that person when you're done. And then you have to call that person. I learned that tool quite a while ago. It's fantastic. So you'd be surprised at how many people will help you kind of get out of your funk, out of your non-productive mode. Um, these are the things that you can really rely on some of your friends and buddies for. So I recommend doing it, right? It makes other people feel good because it makes them feel useful and a part of your life. So that's always a win. All right. Well, I think that's it for this episode. I will be back with another solo episode pretty soon. Like I said, I'll do one on roadblocks, mental roadblocks and how we can sort of navigate those. And I'll also do a solo episode around inspiration. And um, I was watching Pose just now and there was um, a comment that somebody made about, I think it was the teacher, the dance teacher. And she said, there's a difference between inspiration and dedication. And I thought that was really deep. And so I'm going to sit on that for a little bit and think about it, marinate in it, and come back with another episode on that, because I think it's a really important topic. Um, yeah. And so if you have any questions, comments, any issues, if you're procrastinating and you want to be productive with it, hit me up. Uh, we can talk more about this topic for sure. And um, yeah, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you share this podcast episode out with your brands. And uh, we'll be back soon with another episode of and Spill. Cheers, guys.